my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Last chance for the Steelers. Bradshaw trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off! Rachel Harris has it! And he's over! Look! Rachel Harris! Grab the ball on the deflection! Five seconds to go! He grabbed it with five seconds to go and scores! Never in doubt. <laughs> Was your dad at that game? My parents were at that game. Okay. All right. Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, where were you? You're old enough. I was one, right? Yes, I was one. That's fine. That, that's fine. Your mom and dad hooked yeah, up that night. Um, yeah, I believe my, I believe my brother was uh, about a month away. So funny story about that. Um, Myron Cope, the longtime broadcaster of the Steelers, um, well, analyst, uh, missed it because he left the booth to go downstairs to set up for the post-game locker room interviews. He had no idea. Uh, I, I know. I don't know where he was in the stadium. I've heard him, you know, tell the story about how he missed it. Right. I don't know if he heard like the roar of the crowd. I don't know if. He was in the locker room and like all the players come in like celebrating. I was like, what the hell, you know, what the hell happened? Right. Of all the games and all the crazy plays I've seen, very few do I remember a play that I was never at or never saw. You know, I mean, well, at live anyway. And Adam, there was a long delay like in the game after that happened where the referees were conferring about whether to, like if you ever go back and watch the original broadcast, there's a long delay before they finally say it's a touchdown kind of thing. Like, they call it touchdown originally, but then they go back and they – this is all pre-instant replay, but they still have conversations. And it's, it takes forever before it's like, okay, yeah, it's a touchdown. I believe the way John Madden tells it – I think it's Madden. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, is that the referees got together and said something like, uh, how, many, how many security guards can you give me if I, if I don't call this a touchdown? <laughs> And they and somebody said six. He's like, well, then it's six for Pittsburgh. You know, it wasn't like I think. I think so many of these stories. I, I mean, I've heard it told on like the NFL films, but still, like sometimes the myth outgrows the actual event of the story. I don't know if that's true or not. I just know that some NFL people have said that, or one per, in one of those NFL film shows. Uh, I like that version the best, uh, even though uh, clearly it was totally legit, right? Um, 
you can't listen. We, 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 we can talk about like major league. It's too high. The trajectory, like there's no way the ball bounces backwards. If it doesn't hit Tatum, it just doesn't happen that way. I hit Tatum. Yeah. There's a funny yeah, scene when you see the, the referee go into the, the, the dugout actually like the literal dugout there at three rivers to take a phone yeah. call from upstairs and stuff. But that kind of stuff is what went on. But, uh, that, that was the start of the dynasty, right? That was the game, the Franco catch, the late mm-hmm. Franco Harris now. But the, the Franco catch, without that, I'm not sure if the dynasty goes to where it goes. Well, so there, that was already a playoff game. Sure. Um, so they had already reached an elevated uh, status for the first right. time. And then the next year they lost in the championship game to Miami or maybe the – they lost to Miami or something the next year. It could have been the Raiders again. Right. Uh, and then the following year is when they started. And when the, the first of run. two back-to-backs. Right. I was reminded by a guy you and I once knew who we worked with. He right. was a total pain in the ass. And a lot of people didn't like him. And then after he died, uh, everyone was like, oh, that's too bad about Ed. Oh, that's, that's awful. Oh, I said his name. His name was Ed. <laughs> Easy. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Rhymes with Ted. Right. Um, and people are like, uh, you know, hey, Adam, uh, you know, aren't you, isn't, isn't that awful? I'm like, I mean, he was still an asshole. I don't know. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Just because yes. he's, right. he's gone doesn't make, doesn't make him any less of kind of a schmuck when we knew him. I don't know. Right. So I say that only because in recent, very recent history, uh, in, 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 in stories that are being told about Franco, uh, that people quickly forgot. Now, this isn't to tarnish anything. I, I just, I I find the human emotion funny that he is now larger than life when not too long ago he was being criticized for backing Joe Pa and, right. sure. and being part of, and being part of a investment group to buy the penguins to move them out of town before Mario came in and saved the day. I didn't hear that story. Yeah. I like, I reading all of the stories and the tweets and, and commemorating him and, right. uh, uh, and, and, and the humanitarian that he was. Uh, and yes, the iconic level of his off the field. Uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's clearly never left Western mm-hmm. Pennsylvania in terms of just like where his heart is and, 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 and all of the, institutions that he that he supports tugging the heart tugging on the heartstrings kind of thing i this is not a popular opinion i just find it funny that people quickly forget about the things that he was criticized for not too long ago i've heard yeah you're right i've heard nothing but like it's all positive what you would expect when anyone, someone passes away you know it, it's always positive mm-hmm. no one's all yet like what we do about ez but about frank or other people they're not going to say that and it has been all like this you know walk on water almost kind of thing. But um, even like people, the media though, it's like, I've heard a few people in the media, like prominent national media people that don't have to say it, but have gone out of their way to say he was truly a great person, like a great guy. And you're right. The Joe pop thing always rubbed me the wrong way, but I get it the same way here in Columbus where we're at right now. There are people who will stand by Woody. Not that Woody didn't close what Joe Pa did, so I'm not trying to say it, but I'm saying Woody absolutely, though. Woody Hayes for Ohio State absolutely had some asshole tendencies. And the things he did, 
the way his, some of the behaviors on the field with officials and with his own players. I know it's not the same level, but you've got people that will defend him left and right. Even if he broke rules, even if he was an asshole sometimes, people will defend him. Same thing with Joe Pa and Penn State people. But I'm sure the players deserved it. <laughs> I'm sure they did too. But nonetheless, so we're here talking about Franco Harris. Passes away right before they're going to retire his number um, in the Steelers-Raiders game. That so Right. So, like, the, the – uh, you know, I'm a coincidence person. Right. But it's a lot of coincidences. Like, two days before – uh, the 50th anniversary, right. uh, three days before they're, they're going to retire his Jersey. He's doing Instagram posts. He was helping Cam Hayward promote his snack mix, like his party right. mix. And he's posing like he caught it in a grocery aisle, like the immaculate reception, like just a few days ago. Sure. And he's like, you know, look what I found. Uh, I still got it. Uh, like he yeah. and Terry Bradshaw did a commercial, like a promo six days ago. Or, uh, and you know, he's got like a football life episodes coming out this week. Right. Um, you know, this is, this is maybe a, a bit of a stretch. Uh, the immaculate reception was in 1972. He was 72 years old when he died. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, it's just some weird, it's, and super sudden, like, it's not like he had a history of health problems. It's not like he was, you know, right. walking around with a cane or had like CTE, uh, you know, it looks like he hasn't aged much. He looks a lot like he did when he played at the end of his career. Yeah, you used, you used to callously make fun of uh, the Steelers' lore about how they all like passed away uh, earlier in their in their fifties. I don't know if I made now. fun of it. <laughs> yeah, steroid era. Maybe, you're right. I did. Oh, you're right. It's quite fair. Yeah, it's like I don't get. You know, uh, uh, another uh, uh, friend of mine, a uh, friend of ours, actually uh, texted me and he said, "We don't know these people, but still, really shocking." Um, yeah. And kind of sad because of like because of that persona and that like you said the larger in life um, right. personality he had. All the the thing I said about the human nature, I fall into that trap too. I too was taken aback and like, oh man, like I, wow, really? Right. You know, I mean, it's not shocking when people die <laughs> when they have you know oh. because it happens all the time, but it's. It's still, but you're right. Like for sports figures and 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 uh, musicians and actors and yeah, like for whatever you know, and it's because they did something or that usually I I find it meant something to you as when you were a kid or growing up. Uh, we invested. Your, them. We right. invested our time. We invested our feelings into them. You know what I mean? Like you and I, it's all times kind of, all kinds of time growing up, Adam. You could have done. A variety of things on a given day. You went to Steelers games. You watched Steelers games. You know what I mean? Like you did that. You rooted for Steelers. You lived and died with the Steelers sometimes, even. So you were invested in them. And as a family, too, with your father, with your relationships in your life. Like that was a Franco was a big part of that, even though you never knew him. I, I think he was in uniform yeah. uh the very first game I went to. I remember it was 1983. I remember it was the Vikings. I remember they lost right. 17 to 16. I don't remember if Franco was in uniform. <laughs> so, okay. And then I remember like watching him, you know, maybe a game or two on TV. Honestly, sure. I remember watching him playing the one year with Seattle and he's, yeah, yeah. you know, like the shell of his, of his old self. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy that hang on, that hung on for one year too long kind of thing. 
free agency wasn't really a big thing then. So that was like, what? Like he's, he's going to play somewhere else. And, but the pantheon of Steelers importance players, the seventies. Okay. I'm not told that the administration, obviously, you know, Rooney's up there. Noel's up there. That's fine. But when you start ranking the players, the importance of the players on those seventies teams, I, I mean, I guess Bradshaw and Joe green come to mind first, but isn't Franco, maybe Webster, but isn't Franco right up there too then? I put him sixth or seventh. Okay, so you're going Bradshaw uh, Green now, in some order. Now, now, if you're talking about if you're talking about that play. Right. And if you know, obviously it was more than that play. He had twelve thousand yards rushing. He's still fifteenth sure. all time, which today is actually still pretty good considering uh you know the the level of athleticism that 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 we he played today. 14 game seasons and shared carries with Blyer all the time. Yeah. And and they didn't have concussion protocols back then. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. they gave you they, they gave you smelling salts and you're like, "Yeah, right. atta boy, get back out there and show them what you can do." <laughs> yes. You um, had your bell rung. Go out there and make another carry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh I don't even think they called them stingers back then like when you felt a little pinch oh. in your neck. Like they you know, they just was like, "Ah, eh, bumps and bruises." Right. It's um, part of the game. Right. So, I, I mean, he played in a, a much more violent era. I mean, they, you remember they, they all had like the hand clubs with casts, like, you know. Mm -hmm. They did. Yes, club, they did. Just, like, club each other. Yes. Um, yes. All right. So, uh, in no particular order. Uh, I mean, I'll, right. I'll put Green up there because Green's one. Right. Uh, I, I, would, I would maintain if you're going to retire Franco's number, then you also have to do Bradshaw's number because that play, I mean, not just from the play, but that sure. play doesn't happen without some little, you know, uh, Eli Manning, Super Bowl to, to Tyree. Uh, yeah, just scramble around a little bit. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so Green, Bradshaw, I would put uh, Ham and Lambert and, yeah. and, uh, and Webster. Blunt and, and Webster in that category. Now, I'm not. I don't know if where Franco falls in line there, but I don't necessarily, he's not an automatic. I mean, Ernie Stottner was the first one, but, but Harris isn't the automatic next player of choice that I would, I would pick. I get that. It makes sense. I guess it's right. 50th anniversary. I get that play kind of catapulted them to stardom, all of them, that, that entire team, but it was so much more than, that. I mean, like, you know, there aren't enough jerseys to go around. <laughs> to, sure, to retire. Yeah. There wouldn't be enough, you know, so. But after Bradshaw, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know who's been next on my list. What's that? Okay, post playing career, like post after they won their fourth Super Bowl, Bradshaw's been the most visible. Franco's probably second. So right as far as out there in the public, out there representing the Steelers, you never see Joe Green around. Really, you never see Lambert for sure. You never see Ham. Okay, so so. Green has been a part of the team. Uh, he even was uh, part of the front office. He was a defensive line coach yeah. for some time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bradshaw has been the least visible in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, yes, but nationally, though, yes. Nationally, he's he's Bradshaw. He's 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 right. doing his thing. Uh, yeah. And over a slow amount of time, he has inched his way back into that family again. Um, right. You know, he had Vern Lundquist uh, introduced him to the Hall of Fame. He didn't pick Noel or Rooney or <laughs> that's a I mean, mistake. Yeah. I know, I know. But there was some bad blood, there was a lot of animosity there. Um, but over the last 10, 20 years, he's slowly come crept back. I, I honestly like 
if they were going to do something at halftime with Franco, I was being that it was a night game and Fox wouldn't have any studio time anymore. I was kind of sure. hoping that they would have that Bradshaw would have come back for something. Um, right. So yeah, you're right. Like L- Lambert is almost invisible. Uh, Ham, he has been a, he has been there occasionally to commemorate like uh, anniversary Super Bowl teams. Right. That's about it. Um, uh, Ham's come back. Uh, Blyer's back often. Uh, right. Swan and Stallworth are always there. Um, uh, Blunt's always around. So yes, I, and I, that probably has a lot to do with it because Franco has been an ambassador for the Steelers. Since sure. he retired, mm-hmm. um, and so that's that's part of it, right? You don't see uh, the Cubs aren't honoring uh, Sammy Sosa anytime soon, even though he, right, you know, did amazing things sure. uh, while he was there. But you know, but there's a cloud there. So there's not there was never been a cloud with Franco and, and the sure. Steelers. So uh, to that end, yes, it's a, it's a hundred percent deserved. Uh, and I won't be there, and I can't sell my fucking tickets. Right, you can't get rid of them. No luck dude. still, huh? Well, dude, it's, dude, it's, it's like going to be sub zero wind chill. It's going to be brutal cold. Yeah, you won't be able to sell them. It, and, and they're six it, and eight. If, if they were eight and six and it was going to be 10 degrees or 20 degrees, they'd, right. they'd been gone uh, two months ago. Sure. Sure. But uh, no bueno. Yeah. On that and Franco. <laughs> but but yes. first Franco, then my Franco. Right. First Franco, right. Yep, it's uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm going to watch though for sure on Saturday night. I want to watch and see how the ceremony goes, how much they show on the NFL Network. That's the game on Saturday night. They're the ones covering it. So curious to see how many former players are there and how they handle all this now uh, with Franco passing away. But uh, still a great honor. I wonder if other teams, Adam, and quickly I know, but like, I wonder if other teams though will if when something like this happens, if that accelerates how long they wait before honoring former players or administrators or coaches, you know, because obviously this is a year ago. It's a, it's a huge thing. They, they wait till the 50th anniversary. They wait until it's Christmas when the Raiders and Steelers close to that, you know, the date of the game back in 72. And I don't want to say it backfires, but still like, you know, it would have been great if this could have been done when Franco was still alive. Not that they could have forecasted this, but I wonder though now if other teams and other sports will not delay things just to wait for an anniversary. Well, I hope not, because then you're going to have like situation where like, and and I don't want that to, to oversaturate it. Like, I don't want to see like the, the sure. Rams honoring Ricky Prohl for that one year he was on the Super Bowl team. Oh no, no, yeah, 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 I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going to honor Marshall Falk, let's honor him now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, the the Steelers' uh, uh, legacy is, is not getting any younger, so they might no. want to speed, speed the process yes. up a little bit. Let's go, let's go. We got three this year. Let's go, Green, Dwight, right. White. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, let's do it all. So, all right. Um, he's Adam Kahn at AJKahn95. I am at That Happens, and uh, this is it for the Franco Harris kind of tribute podcast we decided to do. And uh, we'll hit you up here shortly with the Raiders and the Steelers preview of that game coming up this weekend. We'll do that next right here. Uh, we are Fan Stream Sports, DSP Media Online. Thanks for tuning in.